0: Hey everybody, welcome to the Voice in the Pen podcast. We are really thrilled today to have Josh Starkey in the studio with Emily and me. Josh, thanks for joining us. Thank you for being here and sharing your ideas about music and songwriting with us.
1: Awesome. Thank you guys so much for having me. It's really awesome to, to be here.
0: It is absolutely our pleasure. Yeah, And you've played the Voice in the Pen twice now, right? Three times. Three, Three times, times, yeah. Okay, yeah. 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 I missed that part. Sorry. <laughs> Multiple
2: spots, mm-hmm. Waterline, Ted's, and Real Cafe. That's, yeah. that's it?
1: Yeah, yep. those are the three for sure. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
2: Cool, cool. Yeah. And you guys
1: have you guys go out? Uh, you've done Mad Cats, I think. Mm-hmm. We do go?
2: Mad Cats now. Yep, we yeah yep, we rotate through three locations now, so it's pretty yeah. cool.
0: Yep, that is a good thing, and that's yeah. that's a nice venue for. I mean, anybody is going to enjoy playing that stage, but it's also a nice venue for for larger acts for bands because everything's already there. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. We, we <laughs> actually nice. were going to go uh, a few weeks ago and and check a band out up there, and we got word ahead that it was slammed. Mm. So we, we decided against it.
2: But yeah. Stay away from the too much of a crowd. <laughs> <Yeah. It's,
1: laughs> it, it was a wait to get in, so oh. we were like, that's, that's not
0: good. Who waits anymore? <laughs> <laughs> so how long have you been writing songs?
1: Um, I guess you could go back to... Are we talking about, like, songs that I would play now?
2: No,
0: not necessarily. <laughs> I mean, we could we can distinguish between the two things. Because there's like...
1: so, something so cringe about Oh, yeah, when you're yeah. first
2: starting, like, Definitely. songs that, yeah. Definitely. Lyrics that you wrote. Right. I, lyrics when I'm, I was 14, like, I'm not playing those songs. <laughs> 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 right. Um, yeah. I think
1: I was right about 19 when I started writing something that I would play. Mm-hmm. You know, in front of other musicians, you mm-hmm. know so somewhere around there, where I would actually pull it out of out of the bedroom you know mm-hmm. and
2: right show- try to try to show it off right. or yeah. at least right. get some some sort of feedback maybe on it what is your what is your writing process like? Um, I'm sure it's evolved, but
1: definitely, definitely I mean, a lot of the songs that I wrote you know, in my early years um, were originally poems. I never stopped writing poems. I was mm-hmm. a, a slave to the rhyme from very early on. And um, so, so a lot of that dictated the way I wrote mm-hmm. in my earlier mm-hmm. writing career. But um, as I've gotten better playing guitar, I I just find a mel. I'm going to say this word wrong. A melody, Mm -hmm. and then um, I'll kind of pick up a line that I'd written down for whatever reason that stuck when I got out of the shower, Mm -hmm. you know. And then I'll build a song around that. So it's it's so ass backwards from the way I used to do things, which is yeah. Let's see if I can force this. Right. melody to sound like it needs to mm-hmm. to fit these words
0: mm-hmm.
1: so that's
0: melody line then words and then build from there and we right. hear that actually a fair amount that's not uncommon uh, i think and yeah um we definitely hear from different people experimenting you know with different things so if they're in one way you know th- that seems to kind of work a lot of folks are also trying something else so if people are in that mm-hmm boy, I hear the hook and I hear, you know, hear the entire chorus and then I build out from there, you know, like, Oh, you know, maybe a chord progression. And then what's the melody line that's going to go on top of that. You know, that's, that's cool. Um, What are you listening to right now that you feel like really informs your writing or is sort of is, is inspirational or aspirational for you?
1: Um, A lot of Jason Isbell, Mm -hmm. Um, the documentary that just came out, I was just enamored by his process of, of recording stuff because that's something that I've been so hesitant to do is actually pin down the way I want a song to sound, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, forever, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know yeah. What Right. I mean? yeah. yeah. So that's, that's just some, in a lot of ways it's a chicken shit kind of <laughs> way of thinking, but you know, um, and the way he talked about, you can only create something once. And after that you're just trying to remanufacture it. Mm-hmm.
2: Right. Yeah. So
1: that's what's so I guess scary in a lot of ways. You to,
2: want it to be exactly right. how you want it the first time you record it. Right.
1: Yeah. Exactly.
0: Yeah, exactly. I don't I just I don't know. Part of me feels like that's not not even possible, you know, in a way because like I think we're always growing as a musician, you know, as a singer as singers and musicians, we're always growing and so You know, the way that you play something 10 years ago maybe shouldn't be the way that you play it now. I mean, unless you're like, you know, Jimi Hendrix didn't really live long enough to, you know, to do that sort of stuff over and over and over again in a way. But I feel like, you know, recording is also, you know, in a way just a snapshot of this is where me and that song were at that time. You know, uh, I think that's the reason I'm such a big fan of the Grateful Dead is because I never played anything the same way twice. I'm like, yes, there's license for me, too. Yeah. 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 I
2: see. I see your point, too, because I used to feel like that um, as well. You know, like it has to be exactly how I want it. And then, you know, there's still there's still things that I've recorded that I'm like, oh, I wish I would have maybe added a bridge or something. mm -hmm. And I'm going to re- re-record a song that I put out like 10 years ago. And because I feel like there are some things that I want to change. Mm-hmm.
1: But. Well, very, um, I, I guess I was about 20, 22. And I started playing with this band in, in Lynchburg, Virginia called uh, Turning Back Trio. And the, the idea behind the Turning Back was going back mm-hmm. and Trying to incorporate some of my originals, and I actually went back and uh, rewrote one of those old songs, like just with the same concept in mind, but with my new style of playing. Mm-hmm. I actually just threw that together a couple days ago.
0: Nice.
2: So
1: it was nice, like to have the the hay in the barn mm-hmm. already. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's something that Nick Black told me. He was like, "You've already got the hay in the barn. You know, you've got all these songs. Yeah. Now you just gotta gotta work,
0: work them out. Right. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Adapt yeah. them to how you play and sing now. Right. I mean, I'm, you know, I, I say all this stuff about like how like a good way to look at it is that it's a, a snapshot in time. But I've been i have like six weeks been waiting to say yes to go ahead and master the ones that I've been <laughs> recording. I just, like every time I look at them, I'm like. And I finally did it this week. It was a lot of a lot of trepidation. Yeah. Like, well, I'm not really turning back now, so yeah. <laughs> I hope they're good. <laughs>
1: I have a I have a song. Um, a lot A lot of a lot of my music has very romanticized alcoholism <laughs> undertones, you know. But um, one of the songs that I wrote, uh, I started writing it a few years ago. is called No Saturday. No Saturday, then a Saturday, you know, spent without you. And when, as I was writing it, I, I wrote that first part out because I just love wordplay, puns. I'm, I'm, a dad at heart, you know, when it comes to wordplay and those kinds of jokes. But I wrote that, and I was like, that song could be about anybody, you know.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: It, no matter who's listening to it, they can listen to it and say.
2: They can right. relate to it, right?
1: Exactly. Yeah. You know, and but I was like, this is just about whiskey. I'm gonna write it like I would about whiskey.
2: So like that's it's whiskey's yeah. fault.
1: Whiskey left me. You know. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
2: that's cool because it's in a way it's it's ambiguous, and so people can just be like, well, it's about this for me, or they might come up to you and say, oh, I thought it was about this, and then you you're like, oh, that's cool. Okay i can see that (laughs) exactly
1: (laughs) like um, bottles and hearts i was i sang that for a group of guys uh that are that are uh, a jam band in in rhinebeck uh, new york and i sang that for a group of guys and this guy was like man i get that i feel that because when you're running out of whiskey time gets tough (laughs) and i was like it's a interesting. that's interesting that you saw it like that, but that's yeah. what it meant to you, right. you know. Right. So, but for me, it was like you know when when the whiskey gets on a roll, it's going to be some tough times mm-hmm. to follow, right, you right. know. But it's so interesting that somebody else listened to it and said he's running out of whiskey. So, <laughs> you know.
2: Yes. <laughs>
0: two very exactly. different very different viewpoints <laughs> yeah. exactly.
2: i i have this makes me think of it i have a song called fall air and i have a line in a, about an eight ball and it's about an actual like magic eight ball and <laughs> someone was like is that about like drugs like you know like the, like an eight ball and i'm like no <laughs> not at all and now i know that that goes through people's minds because like Mm -hmm. i i was just completely naive to that i was just like no but it's
1: (laughs) it's just like anything you know when you walk through a through an art museum what does this painting mean to you you know it could mean something totally different even though it's obviously three circles and in a triangle Mm -hmm.
2: yeah like
1: it's gonna mean something to somebody else right
2: right yeah
0: one person might look at it and run screaming out of the museum. <laughs> you know, another right. person might look, look at it and <laughs> fall to their knees weeping and with joy. You're, you never can tell. <laughs>
1: exactly. Yeah. Uh, the, the first uh voice and pen I did at the reel was with uh with the Grays who are, who are awesome. And and um <laughs> the guy came up to me at the end of the show and he was like, "Man, you've been through some stuff." <laughs> And I, that is such a, like I said, that's such a huge compliment mm-hmm. for somebody to feel it. Mm-hmm. Right. That's that's the way I want to write music. I it want came across. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. I want you, I want it to punch you in the chest. Yeah. You know. I want you to catch your breath. You know. I think that
0: makes sense. I mean, I think when, and this is a, another common theme I think that we see and hear when we chat with songwriters is that. You know when we're doing our job really well. That's what we're doing is we're bringing people to a specific emotional place. And it may be a couple of specific emotional places and and it, what's weird is sometimes in the meantime, it, it, you know you may be headed to a different emotional place than they are, but a lot of times it does I'd say like eighty ninety percent of the time it translates to like, oh this is heavy and uh, I can so relate to this, you know, like this year, any time that there's been a song about somebody passing, you know, my wife and I are both like, Boo, immediately because it's so relatable to our worlds right now. Right. And it happens to everybody like mm-hmm. all the time. We all go through those phases, but I I, I think that's a great way to write. Um, how have your experiences changed your writing?
1: Um, I'm, that's, that's, that's tough. I mean, uh, I guess clarity in a lot of ways, Mm -hmm. um, has, has changed, Mm -hmm. you know, um, definitely helps to have that on, on my side or as a, as a tool of the trade, you know, Mm -hmm. because a lot of times I fell into such a hole of just kind of writing about the party, writing Mm -hmm. about the ride, you Mm -hmm. know, whatever. And, um, I think in a lot of ways, like I said, those undertones are there, mm-hmm. you know? So it, there's always a part of me that feels like I'm not flaunting my recovery, but I still need to give it a little bit of credit mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. where it's due at some point in the song,
2: mm-hmm. you know? Yeah.
1: So I guess that's, like I said, that undertone is a, it's there now.
0: Yeah. You know? I think the clarity piece is super important, though. Like, I mean, I think in a way all of the, uh, at least for me, and maybe not all songwriters, but I struggled with with clarity probably in any way at the beginning of my writing. And then, like, I think as you mature and, like, watch other songwriters, one of the things that happens is you start to get real efficient with words. You know, there's this process where, you know, the right six words together was like, whoa (laughs) You know. Um and and you know, I think I think that does come with experience. It comes with songwriting experience, but it also comes, you know, with life experience because when you go through, you know, sort of extreme things, you really start to boil down to the essentials, to the basics, you know, this is which is, you know, uh I think where I was thinking about that line that we were talking about earlier. Like, you know, the basics are like Get up, put your shoes on, you know, brush your teeth, <laughs> move through the day. You know, get. Yeah. sometimes we all have to start somewhere at a different different points, and I can can relate to that. Anyways, but clarity stands out to me. That makes a lot of sense, and I think I feel that like uh, in your music, which we're excited to hear some of Thank that you. in a little bit.
1: Thank you so much. <laughs> yeah, um, that's that's the the thing too is is with that clarity, in a lot of a lot of ways, comes new feelings and. the the way you process Mm -hmm. you know because putting you know monday uh, four years for for myself uh, i'll I'll see how far congratulations thank you so much yes Yes. um but that having that it's it's starting a whole different process when it comes to how you're feeling and how you can deal with it Mm -hmm. you know and and that's the beauty of of that clarity like i said is to be able to write in a way that you can accurately describe your feelings besides just numbness yeah, you know
0: yeah 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 that makes sense Definitely. i think that's a learning process uh, that that you know we all sort of have to go through is it's harder to deal with feelings until you can really identify what they are, right? And if you're not used to doing that. And I think this all really pertains to songwriting, though, because it's so it's so emotional. Like, mm-hmm. the, the best songs that we hear are not the ones – they're the ones that impact you. You know, they're the right. ones that can fundamentally change your life, that can bring tears to your eyes, or that can make you laugh because they're just so clear and truthful. But I feel like that's another shared quality that, uh, you know, songwriters that I look up to have, like Jason, as will be in one, as I think that they have an immense emotional understanding, you know, in a way because like you're also writing not just about the emotion, but you're writing the emotion in a way. Like you're you're creating the emotion with words.
1: Accurately describing something that just as easily you or I have had gone through. You Mm -hmm. know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like that's what's so beautiful about the way he writes is you, you could be reading your own diary mm-hmm. or journal or mm-hmm. whatever, you know?
2: Right. Yeah. And it's like, I feel like the need to mention this all the time. And we talked about it with Zach before that um, music is just such a therapeutic thing. And it, and I think for so many of us that write, it is our therapy, you know, it's like if you, instead of like journaling, maybe you might, you know, write a song. And that really is mm-hmm. so like, you know, close to your heart and like i mean i've written songs before where i just start crying while i'm writing them Mm -hmm. and then i'm like oh my gosh i'm so glad that i started even if it doesn't become a song because that got it out that got the tears out and Mm -hmm. that's you know you have to feel that so
0: yeah and i mean i think in a way like back to like the writing processes the all of that the journaling and the songwriting or they're hard in a way for me to separate because they may like it may come out as prose at some point but like Mm -hmm. as i that's uh, a good way to look at it. The hay's already in the barn. Like, you know, if you write every day, it doesn't mean you write a song every day, but if you express your feelings regularly and keep track of those, then you have like this entire, like now I'm going to write a song. Let mm-hmm. me go through my library of <laughs> right. things in a way. Yeah. It's a little easier than like, I'm just going to make something up on the spot, right, which right, does right. happen. Like sometimes they write themselves, but a lot of times it's, you know, word Tetris. <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> So do you have plans to record your music? I know you got thoughts about it but
1: Oh well, I got a buddy of mine in um, Lynchburg. We're leaving this Saturday actually to go to Central Virginia for about a month and a half before we head to New York and while in Virginia I'm gonna get with my friend Daniel and we're gonna try to record where I'm at. You know, yeah. right where I'm at and where I'm happy with like the two songs I'm going to play for you today, like that, I think I got, them. Mm-hmm. I, I think they're right where I want them. And I think I'm ready to start putting, putting some Tetris pieces around it, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Awesome.
0: I like it. Can you tell us a little bit about the two
1: songs you're going to play today? Um, Well, Bottles and Hearts, as I talked about earlier, um, you know, I, <laughs> It's funny I uh, I talked about it at the first uh, voice and pen the girl that played before me she was talking about this is a breakup song and it's it's kind of uh it's it's a love song for for whiskey mm-hmm. and and kind of how I've grown outside of it mm-hmm. you know and um good enough is um is about is about this this girl that I'm with a uh, wonderful girl and it it's it's also hand in hand about the person that I used to be and not losing that person mm-hmm. you know because when you go through a change like sobriety it's so hard to distinguish what part of you is is that person mm-hmm. that people used to love to be around mm-hmm. and what part of it was just the, the booze, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. And, um, and in, in a lot of ways, good enough is saying that as long as I'm still who I am and mm-hmm. that's, that's good enough.
0: That's great. Man. That's a great perspective. I think there's, there, there are so many, I think when when we're all honest with ourselves, there are a lot of choices that we have to make about that. Like, you know, what parts of the person that I've been do I want to move forward? Do I want to continue to have right. present in my life? Right? You know what I mean? I think just Justin, like songwriting. Yeah. Like, uh, <laughs> what do we get? This out of? line <laughs> is garbage. You're going to the cutting room this floor. Bye bye. <laughs> this,
1: this line is good. It it could and use it some ain't. work, yeah. yeah, and some nurturing, awesome. yes. <laughs>
0: But maybe it yeah. could come a little stronger with that next line, but you know <laughs> <laughs> right. we'll hang on to it for a minute. <laughs> right. Don't be scared. No, well, thank you so so much for joining us today. Is there anything that we didn't ask you about that we should have that you wanted to talk about that we we failed oh, to bring up?
1: Nope, I, I didn't pass out or clam
0: up or. <laughs> no, no, you did great. Anything? <laughs> Not anything. And I'm now we get still to still alive. You, you're t- still alive. Now we get to hear you play music, though, so, <laughs> which we're really excited about. Well, we try thank to keep you. it pain free. Yeah, we try to make it pain free. You know, <laughs> even comfy seats and refreshments. And this whatnot. has been awesome. <laughs> thank you guys
1: so much for having.
0: Thank you. Well, thanks, Josh, for being here. We appreciate you.
3: I find myself sneaking to the liquor store just a looky dog on the boot But you catch me when I'm falling If I'm racing and you're calling I'll never fold a hand when I'm with you Cause where I am where I'll be don't mean a thing at all you ain't here with me. Who I am, that's who I was, that's good enough. I was poor now your when I thought about that life now the sink is painted with cheap cabinet if I wake you when you're sleeping then darling don't stop dreaming I sing to you words I need to say where I am where I be Don't mean a thing at all if you ain't here with me Who I am That's who I was That's good enough Well, I had a thing for whiskey But the makers didn't miss me She just kissed me Sent me right back there in line But when it comes to you I'm anything but blue Guess a bourbon's gonna have to wait this time So I am Where I'll be Don't mean a thing at all If you ain't here with me So I am So I'll That's good enough So I Where I'll be Don't mean a thing at all If you ain't here with me For I who I was And that's good enough For I That's who I was And that's good enough Bottles and hearts May break when they fall But the whiskey that fills them Won't fix them at all Life had my share But it was never enough Cause when the whiskey got gold and got tough People been saying That I'm up to no good If the pain hasn't killed me Like they thought that it was Well, I keep on smiling Cause I figured out this thing that's been driving, I can make it without So bottles and hearts May break when they fall But the whiskey that fills them Won't fix him at all Life had my share But it was never when the whiskey got going, the going got tough. And I still remember what my friends used to say. Oh, just pick your poison to get through the day. Twenty years later, and I'm beginning to see. That maker I was meet She put a hurtin' on me Squattles and hearts May break when they fall But the whiskey that fills them Won't fix them at all Life had my share But it was never enough when the whiskey got going going got tough. Well, I've got a bottle And I've got my heart Yeah, one of them's empty And I guess that's a start No matter how sober my next drink's in my hand, that bottle's was empty. My heart's full again. Just so bottles and hearts, men break when they fall, but the whiskey that fills them it won't fix them at all life at my share, but it was never enough, cause when the whiskey got going, going got tough. when the whiskey got going, going at tough.